Jaden's lost her homework, Maury's lost her tooth again. Even dishes lost in school, Lord's mom has got to have a friend. We don't even have to drive far, we can just sit here in my car. We're the car cab Maybe I should sneeze first before we start this. <laughs> Blow my nose or something. You're gonna have the sniffles like stuff. I think so. Oh man, I can't believe you almost run run over my child. Child. I can't believe your child almost went under my car. <laughs> and then I'm all, hey, don't go over there by the road so that way you don't get run over. And she's like, okay. Should be thinking that. I watched a kid get run over not very long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not really funny, guys. Hey, welcome to the CarCast Moms. That's Tashina Galvin. That's Stephanie Pellegrini. And we're the CarCast Moms. Welcome to the Podcast Moms. <laughs> oh, shit. That was a really good introduction. Was it? You're even fucking better. Look at us. Look at us go. I don't know. I'll tell you for sure when I listen back. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, how's your week been? It was great until I just learned how old I am. Oh yeah. I'm not kidding, that blows my mind. I literally feel like I just celebrated my 30th birthday. And I've told everybody, like, I mean, not that a lot of people ask me all the time, like, how old are you? But I've said for a long time, like, I'm 30. And I'm 31. So I don't understand how you lost a whole year. I don't either blows my mind like did you just skip over like did you go from 28 to 30 maybe and like just skip 29 well where was and you were like oh i see (laughs) i forgot that's the one we're missing yeah it's 31 and it just blows my mind because here in a couple months i'm gonna gonna be 32 32. and like i've never even once answered 31 on anything i've always been 30 like not always but for 30 is like my, I, I always just wanted to be 30 and that was like it. So I knew exactly when I was turning 30 because that was like I the birthday like that I they needed too, to get. I just to. turned 30. I knew, but you really didn't No, I turned 31. I guess it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Well, if you subtract your birth year, yeah, I know my mom showed me the math and she <laughs> told me I have to make things difficult. She didn't even care. Like, I was having a midlife crisis, to be completely honest. It blows my mind. Because you have a big goal, that's why. Yeah, and I'm mad. because I wanted to be able to say I'm going to run my first... Because this is my year of personal development. And I thought it was my 30th year of life. Right. So I could be like, oh yeah, my 30 years. So if you thought it was your 30th year, you're like missing two years. Because you're going to be 32 No, I thought I was going to be turning 31. Oh, okay. But I'm going to be thir- turning 32. Yeah. But I thought that, like, I was killing it as my first year in my 30s. Oh, I see. But I'm actually killing it in my second year. Which is fine. No. I mean, oh. it's fine, but I... What happened to my 30th year? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened to your 30th year. It blows my mind. Did you call but... Joey and ask Yeah, Joey? I did call Joey and ask him. What did he say? That I was 31 and I'll be 32. Did you ask him where your 30 went? Yeah, and he said, well, your 30th birthday just 
we didn't really do anything. It was kind of like, uh, you, did, you said you didn't really care. So I bought what? you some shit and we went to dinner. Oh. And he said, but last year, like we hung out at my mom's house. My sister brought ice cream cake and then we went to dinner with my dad. It was like a birthday party to remember. And so that was my 30th birthday. This whole time I thought we were celebrating my 30th <laughs> birthday. That's why I'm blown away because of that. And I remember my sister, <laughs> I remember specifically my sister posting something about my 30th year and so I scrolled all the way back to September just now to s what's the word I'm looking for to sh prove to my mom she's wrong she doesn't know how old I am I'm 30 so I went all the way back it took forever like yeah and I got there and it said something yada well, yada yada I'm badass and she loves me and I'm the best person she's ever met lord and I'm like the queen of her world and wow that's exaggerating <laughs> just kidding <laughs> but anyways and then at the end it said like we're both in our 30s so it didn't say that you were 30 it just said in your 30s here's the thing maybe that's what got you maybe 30 though is one year so when she said I'm in my 30s I'm in my 30s <laughs> she should have so. said you're in your 31s and I'm in my 33s. Is this like 2021-y? Yes. I just think that you need to move on and yeah, my you're kicking ass in your 32s and... I just feel like such a liar. I've told so many people I'm Stephanie, 30. I don't think they Nobody give a shit a because shit. I go right behind you and tell them that you're only 15. So <laughs> it's I thought fine. it was 12. <laughs> I bumped you up. We have gained a little bit of age, so. It's literally your fault that I've never <laughs> known how old I was. Can I tell you something about my daughter and what? not knowing how old she is? Peyton refuses to know her birthday. Yeah, you were telling me that. What's the deal there? She likes to be surprised. So when it's her birthday in the morning, we decorate and go all out. So she doesn't want to know. You don't even tell her like it's coming I up? tell her all the time. Really? Like Peyton, your birthday is August twenty-third. Like she doesn't want to know. <laughs> and then funny. the other day she was like, Is my birthday August eleventh? And I'm like, No, you were born August of twenty eleven. And she's like, Yeah, so that's my birthday. No, that's your birth year. And she like cannot get it in her mind that there's three dates that you have to know. So maybe she's your daughter. Yeah, we've discussed this. Peyton is more my Yes. Yeah. And more your Jaden is you? Um, no. Jaden is not me. I was not anywhere near Jaden's status. That girl. That girl, let me tell you. Me and her. So. She's still grounded? She's currently grounded. And I'm not going to go into details because Jaden's getting mad that I'm blasting all of her. That's the part of carcass moms this yeah. is where we get to vent our stuff Jaden. don't be a don't listen rude head and yeah. you won't get told on so she's grounded and i start taking her stuff and i told her to bring me my her tablet and she says do you want my makeup too yeah yep bring me all your makeup because she just got a bunch of new makeup for her birthday so she gave me all of this and then um i told her she had to write an apology letter for and so I told her she had to write a, sorry, apology letter 
And do you know that out of everything, like I literally, I stripped her room. I took her remote control from her TV so she doesn't have TV. I took the remote for her LEDs. Like, I mean, she's literally in her bedroom on her bed. There's nothing. And I gave her a list of things, like chores she has to do every day when she gets home. And if they don't do it, or if I hear anything, like I'm adding another day as we go. Currently we're, only, currently, we're only until Friday, because then John takes them, and he's got his own punishments for her lined up. So she's grounded till Monday right now. But anyways, it, it's going to keep going, depending right. on how she's acting. So she's going to be grounded until she's So I told her about this apology letter, and she really is my kid. Because that, she started sobbing right away. Because in her little heart of heart, she doesn't think she's wrong. She doesn't think she has to apologize, and she would rather give me everything she owns. She'd probably rather me chop off her left arm, to be completely honest, than to write an apology letter. That's definitely you. So, yeah, so she's like, about what? So I'm telling her, well, this is what happened. This is what they say happened, because I'm not going to go into straight details. Right, because you're being a good mom. Yeah, and so then I'm like, so let's start with the first thing. Let's apologize for the first thing. But what she says happened didn't happen. Well, Jane, write your sorry. Please, just write your sorry right freaking out. And so I told her, we're changing her attitude. Like, this is the whole point of this. We're changing her attitude. So you can either write a shit apology letter right. and write 40 of them until you go to bed because you're not going to bed until it's right. I will make you write it over and over again until it's good. Or you can start right now, change your attitude, and write a good one and be done right. for the night. So what's your choice? <sighs> okay, I'll tell her I'm sorry. And so then, I see her wheels turning. Right. She's my kid, so I said, she finishes her letter and I start writing on the bottom and she's reading it and I'm saying, please sign this letter so I know she gave it to you and like give it back to her so she can bring it home. And then she was like, oh. Yeah, she started sobbing. Because she like, wasn't going to give it no! to her. No, <gasps> I said, Jaden, if you do not bring this letter home to me tomorrow, it's another day. If you don't bring it home to me the next day, it's another day. And right. it will keep going until this letter is back and it is signed. Right. She's like, okay. She Anyways. was like, fine, I'll write this damn letter and I'm not even going to give it to her. I'll ship it off to somewhere in yeah. Tijuana. <laughs> so I got home today and her room is like spick and span. So apparently she's always known how to clean. <laughs> I just <laughs> didn't know. See? Like literally the broom and the dustpan were even in her room. I didn't even knew, know she knew what that was. Like she vacuumed her carpet. Her room is spick and span. Yeah. But she has skirted around the bush. Because, is that the way? <laughs> I don't know why it's just skirted around the bush. Okay. Anyways, she, she's, what's the word? She screwed the system. I don't know. Okay. Because I, she has now befriended Addison, who was her arch nemesis yesterday. Her little sister? Yes. (laughs) And convinced Addison to turn her music up really loud because I had taken Jaden's remote away. So she has no music or anything in her room. So now her and Addie are like besties and she's like listening to Addie's music. And I said, um, Jaden, you're not allowed to have any of the music. Well, it's in Addie's room. It's, yeah, but it's for you. And Addie, I could hear her, she told me to turn it on. And Jay's all, uh, oops. Yeah, no. Yeah, this isn't happening. But her room's clean. What? And the apology letter came back signed with a thank you. And it's an adult handwriting, so I'm assuming she gave it to her. Look at you! No more free-range parenting. Huzzah! For the minute. No, I don't feel like free-range is a bad thing. (laughs) 
Okay. So maybe maybe the- maybe maybe not for like Trinity, but Jaden, I don't think free range is gonna work for you. Yeah, no, she needs like a litter Shh. little boot camp. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna say litter box, and I was like, mm, <laughs> well, it no. came out litter, but it was supposed <laughs> to be. I don't think little. she needs a litter box either, but yeah, no, Jaden's gonna need one of those regimen. Yeah. Every day. So and her attitude's a lot better already, and it's just one day. So see? we'll see. We're gonna nip this right in the butt. She wants her shit back. Right. Bad. Now that she's done with the apology letter, she wants her shit back. Right. Now so. she's like, well, dang. Yeah. And I was stuff. very strong because John called and said, because he came over last night and gave her a little talking to, because he's a fucking lighthouse. lighthouse. <laughs> the beacon of light that John is. He came over to give her a talking to with the door shut. Oh. Made her come out and apologize to me. Oh. Twice. Good job, because John. Because he came back into the room. Or she came back into the room and I heard him say, you get out there and do it one more time and you walk back here like a normal person and do not stomp those feet. So she came back out, told me she was sorry again, and then she went back and walked. Wow. Like tiptoed her way into the room. Yeah. I'm so proud of you guys. I know, we're like adults all of a sudden. Look at you. Yeah, when the principal's involved, you gotta be a fucking parent. Right. Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. So says my mom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. But anyways, um... John called me today and was like, um, are you guys available tonight? Can Jay come stay with me? I said, no, she's grounded. And he's like, yeah, I get that. But I would like her to come stay with me because I would like to talk to her more. And I said, no, she's grounded to her bedroom. That's her bedroom. She's grounded. Like, I feel like it's the first day you can't take her off. Right. But I like right. put my foot down for the first time in my life. Right. Like, no, she's grounded because I already know like the other girls will be sad because John's taking just her and like right. she's gonna feel like, even right. if John's talking to her the whole right. time, like she's gonna feel like, oh. Well, I'm special because I got to go and the other yeah, girls no. didn't. No, that girl's staying in her room until Friday and I said, Jay, you realize that Friday's a short day of school, right? So you'll be in your bedroom from 11.30 on. And she's all, all day? All day. All day. Yeah, all day. Till your dad gets you from after work. And then you have to deal with whatever punishment he has for you because he's got some. Right. But wow. she literally checked off her check mark today. She did her homework. She practiced her multiplication cards. She cleaned her room. She cleaned under her bed. She cleaned her closet. Like, she took the trash out and she checked See? them all as she went. So she's going to be an upstanding citizen in no time. Good for you. I can't even say that in my 30s, in my first year of my 30s, I fixed my kid. I have to say. In your second year of your 30s. In my second damn year of my 30s, I finally figured out how to parent. Some bullshit. I just feel like the second year of your 30s is really going well for you. Yeah, thank you. Now that I know how damn old I am, I can proceed. Exactly. (laughs) It just took a little minute, about two hours to get over it, but. Yeah. (sighs) Well. Today, guys, in the car cast. Speaking of car cast, let me tell you a story about a car. Okay. On the way here, well, before I came here, I took Trin to Maverick because she's been begging me to go to Maverick. So I took her to Maverick so she can get a little treat. And she says, so like, how did she say it? Like, is your car an actual small car? Like, is it thought of as a small car or do people just think it's small? What? That's what I said. Excuse me, Jenny. 
you're the smart one. Like, <laughs> uh, ma'am. It's a little too deep for me. Dumb it down for me. Yeah, and she's like, well, is it like considered a small car or is it just smaller than the rest of them? Your car's not smaller than the rest of them. That's what I said. I said. Yours is a full-size car. Yeah. It's not like But I think she's talking about like your cars. Well, there's that's the difference between like an SUV I don't think and a she sedan. even understands that. I think she just realized there are four tires and they're all made out of rubber, <laughs> which is a car. So that's a car, this is a car. It's okay. a car. It's a vehicle. So I, like I mean yeah, I guess yours is smaller than mine, but it's lower to the ground than mine because mm -hmm. it's a car. Mine's an yeah, SUV. It's so just, did you ever come up with an answer for her? Or? I laughed. Oh. <laughs> I said, Trin, you're too deep for me. And then she says, ah, dad's my favorite. <laughs> I'm not kidding, she did. And so then I was like, Trin, how old do you think I am? And she said, 40. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, today is just getting worse and worse and worse. And then she started laughing and she's like, I'm just kidding. I heard you having a panic attack out in the kitchen about it. And she's like, you're 31, mom. And she even told me, if you take the year you were born in September, like all the math, and I was like, I get it, okay? I'm 31. I fought with my mom about it for almost an hour. I did the math, I checked my Facebook, like. When you asked me and I said your mom was right, did you, I felt like maybe oh, yeah. you wanted you to broke murder my me. heart. <laughs> it let me down a lot, it let me down a whole lot. Well, I can't be like, you're not, you're not right, Michelle, because math is science. I'm a science yeah. denier. Okay, anyway, back to it. Wait a minute. How are you? Fine. I just spent <laughs> 17 <laughs> minutes talking. How was your week? Fine. We're oh. all hella sick. That's all that's happening in my life right now. My house is a goddamn mess. Tashina's got the roan. I think I got the roan. Tashina can't taste. Or smell. Matt's got a fever. It's a good thing because I didn't shower. Well, can't fucking just... That's can't really, that's really good thing. news. I haven't been able to smell since December. Yeah. Smell or taste. So. It's Do you think, let me give you a conspiracy theory. Okay. Maybe they put something in the air and like to take all of our senses away so that we can't tell that they're like chemicalizing us or something. Listen, what I am actually enjoying the fact that I can't smell our sewer system right now. Yeah, because I hear it's bad. It's terrible. Can I tell you something though? Like sure. I was fine because not being able to smell, it's actually kind of a gift, honestly. Right. Like I can't smell you can just shit your pants and my disgusting would know. kids. Yeah, speak, that's not the story I have to tell you. We're not even going to get <laughs> oh to this podcast God. tonight. I'm just talking. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, okay. I told you I didn't come prepared, but it'd be fine. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're talking about shit. Oh, I was fine not being able to smell until like I started getting a complex like well, if I can't smell, that means I can't smell myself. And like, if I can't smell myself. You know, I was thinking about this earlier. The fact that you're relying on your sense of smell to know when you need to take a shower No, is it's not about that. Not it's, let the me greatest. tell you something. It's because in my 31st year of life, I have not figured out that you have to move take a the shower. clothes from the washer to the dryer in a sensible amount of time. And sometimes they you're stay in there. You're still struggling with that? Yes. Stephanie! I know. You can't... No. Yeah, and so now I'm like, ooh, am I musty? Oh, fuck. That's the worst smell, too. Yeah. This is, this brings on one quick story. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sakes! <laughs> so, Jaden, I was on the phone with my mom yesterday morning, and I had to abruptly abort the conversation by telling her, Mom, I'll call you back. I gotta crane my neck around the backseat of the car and smell Jaden's butt. 
Yeah. <laughs> because Jaden, I could hear her back there like, because she just got her clothes out of the dryer. Oh. And she's like, Mom, do my clothes stink? And I'm like, what do you mean do your clothes stink? You, I just washed them. And I said, and I specifically put hers, like, because I washed them the night before, woke up and put them in the, like, there's no way. Right. They don't get musty that fast. Right. Trust me. I know the science. <laughs> and so I was like, I reached back. She said just on the, like, strap above, like, her butt. Right. She could smell it. And she smelled violety fresh. Like, she, lavender, not violet. It's a color. <laughs> lavender. Jesus Christ. I feel like I'm hanging on for dear life right now. I'm just trying to keep up. I'll keep it up. I'll keep it up. Lavender I can do this. fresh. Anyways, I was sorry. I had to smell her butt. Okay. We're going to have to definitely go over the stories before you decide to post Why? them through everybody. I didn't post anything. <laughs> I told you. Um, so let's get on with this goddamn podcast. Oh my God. I'm just trying to, you're not feeling well. I'm trying to help out. You are. You're doing a great job. Yeah. You're doing so good. You have a great co-host. I can't even remember what I was It's hot as hell in here, though. Oh, my God. I already turned it down. Have mercy. Um, anyway, in this episode, we're supposed to be 20 minutes later. (laughs) Christ. We're talking about our book club and the little gathering we had and our books from last month and our books from this month. So take it away, Steph. It was a ton of fun. <laughs> I'm so good at this. No, really though, people should join just for that little get together we have at the end of the month because I had so much fun. I, I, don't, I don't get out much. <laughs> so, I mean, that was the highlight of my 31st year. So we just, uh, Stephanie actually decided because I wasn't really yeah, you too thrilled about the whole meetup. Well, situation. I wanted to have a dinner party. I thought me and Tashina should make dinner, and she was Ste- not yeah. For Stephanie that. was like, um, "We should make dinner for everybody." First of all, fuck no, no. People are picky. You're a great cook. People are picky. People don't like things. People, no. You have to clean your yeah, house that's... so other people can come over. I would have cleaned your house, and you could have cooked. Well, I didn't know that was an option. Maybe next month. I can do that. I'll clean your house. I hate fucking cleaning. It's the worst. Anywho, so then Stephanie's like, well, we should do something. We should meet up. And I was like, well, I don't know. But then we decided that we were going to go to El Superior. And have a margarita. There's this little Mexican restaurant in our town, which we've grown up with since we were itty bitty little people. And we were going to like rent out this one room, but Tashina didn't call yeah I thought that you did yeah I didn't because I didn't think there would be a big party in that room but apparently there was and so when we walked in there Tony was like "Ooh, we don't have that room and I was like cool we're going to the bar then because in the back he tried to kick both of us out before we even got in there I know he said no Tushina no Stephanie I know he was like uh no we cannot have you I was like what just because the last time we went there there was a giant fight that broke out She's like, not her, guys. I wasn't there. No, Stephanie wasn't there. It was me. Well, it wasn't me. I, I, I left, and then there was a giant fight that broke out. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> I'm going to punch you. So anyway, in the back of the restaurant is like a little cantina. And so we just like put, pulled up some chairs. and There was four of us that drank the margarita pitcher. And how many pit- four margarita pitchers? Yeah, we had four margarita pitchers. Yeah. Four of us. It was a good time. Yeah. 
It was really good time. But we weren't sure if it was going to be like super. Uh, we didn't know how you guys wanted to do it. We didn't know if you guys wanted to be like all about the books. Like, yeah, super traditional. So we're going to ask questions. We need to discuss the books. What it came to was pretty much moms just wanted to get out of the house. Yeah, and we just, but we did, I feel like we did pretty good because we discussed the books a lot and we discussed a lot of other books. Like there was so many book options being thrown out yes. there. Next time I'm bringing a fucking notepad so that right. I can remember all these books right. that people were telling us to read. So it was nice because um, one of our members um, is a stay-at-home mom and she's homeschooling her kids and she literally has not been away from her kids and forever and so this was like the first time and so she's looking forward to coming every month and i don't know i just i had a great time she I thought, drove from reno yeah for that. yeah but it was nice because we were able to see people that we haven't saw in a while and i had a really good time yeah i'm excited that we started it yeah the Even margaritas were good about the, books. the cheese crisp was good <laughs> the let me tell you guys <laughs> the fuck so stephanie says so we decided we're going to order appetizers on top of the drink. So Stephanie goes, you got to order with the cheese crisp. Cheese crisp. It's delicious. I was like, all right. So I ordered the cheese crisp. The cheese crisp comes, guys. And it was a nacho in the form of a circle. Cut like a pizza. Cut like a pizza. That's yeah. the only difference between nachos and cheese crisp. Ex well, it was a so we had a fried tortilla, which is what a chip is, I guess. Right? Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, that's why Tony <laughs> looked at her like she was psycho. So I was like, okay. Nachos and. And I was the only one that was ordering, so I got up to the bar and I ordered um, jalapeno poppers and quesadillas and nachos. And then I was like, ooh, can I get a cheese crisp too? And he looked at me like, Mitch, you already ordered a cheese crisp. It's only <laughs> in the form of nachos, not in the form of a circle. <laughs> and I was like, Tony, just give it to me, okay? Stephanie wants it. And he was like, okay, dumbass, so I'll give you whatever you want, you can, you know. Then he brings it out and then looks at me like I'm half retarded. But the nachos also had refried beans and the cheese crisps didn't, so there is a big difference. Of refried beans? Did I not say refried? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. So anyway, we just discussed life and broken arms and children and yeah it was fun drank had and had a great time and while we were there we discussed uh stephanie's pick of book which was the superior man and we the talked way a lot of, of the superior man we talked a lot of shit what was your favorite part about that book my favorite part probably my only part that i liked about that book wait first should you talk about what it was about because we haven't really gone into it since. So this book was about a douche canoe man. Oh my lord. <laughs> well, who decided to... I don't really... How would you explain it? So pretty much this author is saying that there are um, feminine qualities and masculine qualities. And so he goes into saying, and he's very clear at the beginning that everybody, male or female, will have feminine or masculine qualities. Doesn't matter who you are. Um, some men have feminine qualities and some women have masculine qualities. Um, and then he kind of goes into these lists. And so pretty much he's trying to gear up for, it, it's based 
towards men on how they kind of need to pick themselves up by the bootstraps and they need to become this superior man. And it kind of gives these life lessons on how to do things. And so like, let's just say one example was if a man is in a relationship and he sees another female who he wants to roll in the hay, to with. Roll in the hay with, and he goes back and so pretty much it's saying that they, he needs a system that he can go talk to. He needs a core of men that he can go talk to. He needs to take this decision back to the core of men where the core of men will tell him one of two things. He needs to either put it in a spank bank and move on or go ahead and do the deed. If and that's what he really wants to if do. If that's what he really wants to do or he needs to shut the hell up about it. That's three options, but okay. Okay. So that was odd to listen to the fact I mean I understand where he was coming from because in life you have to make a decision so you can't just like fret on something forever and then never do anything about it you either need to get it done but in this particular instance this person was with somebody so I don't really think that yeah, was the great whole thing is just crap to be honest and then there was a part uh, there was a part where sorry my daughter almost got ran over again um hold on Anyway, there's this part where it's like, if your woman is mad at you, you need to be the man of the relationship. Did you start it? Yeah. You need to be the man of the relationship and you need to take that into consideration and you need to be the one to pull her out of it because women are emotional Don't. beings and we can't handle things. And so... Um, we literally have no idea why we're mad. We're mad based on... For three reasons. It was because we don't feel loved. We don't feel trust. What was the other one? I don't know. But like, we're not, what we're mad for is not what we're really mad for. Yeah, so we, we don't know why we're upset and it's the man's job to bring us out of our funk. And the way to do that is to grab your woman by oh, her yeah. chest and lick her neck. That was said multiple Cheek. times in that. Cheek, neck, ear. If Matt walked up to me and fucking licked my neck, I would, but... Especially if, if I was mad. If it happened while I was mad, yeah. he wouldn't have a tongue left. <laughs> it's like, really? That's the advice? And that was given multiple times in that book? Yeah. And I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. I told Joey so much of that book, like parts that were pissing me off, and he's like... Like, a lot of the stuff that he says sounds like a douche. Like, he does not... Like, it's not... It's not the perspective of every man, let's no. just say that. Like, not no. at all. Because even John, I told you that he was kind of into it. He finally finished it, and he told me, like, he had a couple takeaways that he, like, agreed with, but for the most part, he thinks the man's a major douche. Right. Like, and he didn't agree with a lot of it. So, I mean, what was really surprising was the author that you really, really enjoyed listening or reading had mentioned that as a good book to read and there were quite a few um reviews that said how great that book was which women, i was very, a lot of women yeah there was one chapter i think it was like chapter 18 that i agreed with um it was kind of saying like as men don't ask your woman like what you can help them with like if you see dishes do the dishes yeah if you like if she seems overwhelmed like just help out like don't yeah, ask take out the trash if like we have to tell you everything to do we might as well just do it right like yeah so that chapter i did agree with that was like I agree the with that one yeah only that honestly. and the, they were both together 
that chapter 18 and 19 and then for me it was that one and then when we're upset or when we seem like we're upset to like basically leave us alone Be, right like if they were to come say well what's wrong and you say nothing or I don't want to talk about it like they should just leave you alone instead of but it says like a man is designed to talk things through like right. with a bro like right. bros talk things through they're done and it's over women right. aren't like right sometimes it takes me a while like I like internalize everything and then I want to talk to him about it afterwards when I'm not a psychopath I don't no. I want to get it over with and done with that's very masculine like I just want to get it over with. Like, I don't want to sit here and think about it. I'm going to tell you my feelings. The issue is also I bottle things up until I spew it out on everybody. And that's then, exactly the point then. You don't tell them right away. I do now. Oh, do you? I used to oh, okay. where I would just bottle it up and then I would spew it out and then I would feel much better. But then everybody around me was like carnage. Yeah. And it was like, oh. So now, I just get it off my chest. Like, there's no reason for me to keep this. Like, this is what's bothering me. Yeah. For me, it's totally opposite. Like, if I'm upset about something, I don't want to talk about it right away. And I've noticed when I do talk about it right away, it always winds up in an argument, like a pretty bad one. Because my feelings are so strong about it. And then, obviously, when you're trying to talk to somebody about something you think they're doing wrong, like, then they're on the offense. But I've noticed if I... They're on the defense. Whatever. <laughs> what I, I just learned I'm 31, okay? Got me some Oh, fuck. We're going to move on from that. No, it's not going to happen. That's I'm 32. Okay. Anyways, somebody remind me at this birthday that I'm celebrating my 32nd. I will. Okay. Anyways, <coughs> I have noticed that if I wait for a while, like I can handle things like a decent 31-year-old human being that's like calm, cool, and collected. And it's not a fight, but if... I wait, but I agree. Like, do if I say nothing, it's nothing. Like, leave me alone because the more, because Joey has a hard time with that. He'll ask, like, I can tell something's wrong. Right. Like, just tell me. That's like nothing. Right. I'm fine. Uh, you don't just say I'm fine when you're like right. Fine. I mean, right. just tell me. Let's talk about it. Like, it's like. Mm, can I you, tell you what Matt says to me that makes me want to strangle him if I'm mad at him, and then. He's like, what's wrong with you? Nothing. What y'all butt hurt about? Oh god. I want to stab him with a fucking ice pick every time. What y'all butt hurt about? And now he does it on purpose because he knows it, it just. Makes you mad. Did you know that an ice pick is like the perfect murder thing? I'm just saying it I mean, is because it melts. It's not an ice pick. An icicle. An ice pick is where they like it's made of steel and they fucking oh, I was hammer like, what's it. What's the difference? I get. I know now what an ice pick is. Nice, so cool. My That's cousin cool. literally got stabbed with an ice pick once. Wow. Yeah, he got into a big bar fight. Anyhow. People just carry ice picks with them to bars? Yeah, fuck, I don't know. Apparently, he got stabbed with one. Like, bad. But yeah, those are the only two takeaways. And I made sure to tell Joey about that, too. Like, it's in the book, so don't fucking ask me what's wrong if I tell you that nothing's wrong. Um, and he says, God, it's just so hard for me. The last chapter of that book. No, I don't. Can I tell you the God honest truth? I skimmed the last chapter. I did not read every Stephanie! word. Stephanie! I couldn't take him anymore. Like, I got the point. I'm pretty good at skim reading now. Like, every couple lines. and mm, I'm... So, the last, the last chapter of that book taught men how to... How do you want to say that? Gently sneeze. 
gently sneeze up genitally. there. Genitally. Oh, gent genitally. Genitally. <laughs> genitally. It's a genital sneeze. Sneeze up their Which own the spine. Big, oh. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Up their spine instead of out their hose. I still don't understand. I feel like it's physically impossible. Did you try? I don't have a hose. No. <laughs> I meant like he gave you like diaphragm directions. Yeah. I to do it. That part. No. I wouldn't have tried anyways because I don't have a hose. I just. Did you try? Yeah, I was trying to like. How would you even? I don't know. That would throw me right out the yeah. mood. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I mean, it was quite a few steps. And if you're trying to do that while you're in the middle of all of that. <laughs> or if he was, my God, it'd be like, what No, that's what doing? I mean. If he was in the middle of it while in the middle of it. All concentrated on their face. <laughs> oh my God. So, it's a good thing we don't do this live no, video. Thank the Lord. So anyway, um, out of 10 stars. It was no, out of. Out of five stars, how how many stars would you give that book? A negative seven. Straight up. That doesn't even get one from Stephanie. That was the worst book I... It you know bad. they're banning Dr. Seuss? Yes. But they're letting this... Right. Trash be sold? Yes. Yeah. And he just doesn't even look like a superior man to me. No, he's a white... Like bald, a bald white old man with a pocket protector. Feminine to me. He probably is. That's probably why he's so upset. <laughs> so I, I would if give it like a... If you guys want to see my real opinion on it. Oh yes, yeah, Stephanie did an amazing blog post on the melancholy mommy. I slightly kind of sort of wrote him a letter. I fucking died. I was laughing so hard. If you really want a good insight on not what we just explained, Stephanie did a fairly good job on uh, the melancholymommy.com writing him a letter. <laughs> no, I, I'm in my 31st year of life, Tashina, and I'm trying to better myself, so I did not write him a letter. I wrote, I just told you guys what the letter would look like if I were to have written him a letter, but I am above that now. Okay. Are you going to like burn it? Like, you know, when you're supposed to write something and then burn it and then it's supposed to like go into Yeah, it. I feel like that's before you show everybody though. Oh. Yeah. So, and you can't burn a blog. The fleas of a thousand camels. Yes. So yeah, I give that book like a one. Well, you have to, you can't just give it a negative seven. It's between one and five. Math. I've seen things with like a half a star. Okay. Well, you could have said a half a star. That's still well, that's in still between one and five. <laughs> and quarter star. <laughs> just the bottom. Yeah, just the bottom of the, the point. Of the <laughs> I'll give him a point. Um, my book for February was "It Ends with Us" by that Colleen was a Hoover. Really good book. Um, and the synopsis of it was pretty much a love story kind of went back and forth between present day and this gal. Her very first boyfriend and then her present boyfriend. Right. Um, the present boyfriend is a neurosurgeon, super rich, super handsome. And his name's Riley. Ryle. <laughs> um, the ex, 
the ex-boyfriend from her past was like a homeless kid um, that she kind of, well, she befriended him at first and, and took he, care was, of him. he was quite a bit older than her. And then um, he took care of, she took care of him, giving him clothes and food and whatnot. And they built a bond together. And then they meet back up in Boston years later. Uh, she ends up going to this restaurant and seeing him. With her current boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. And the story escalates from there, but it was very, very good. Most of the gals in our book club read it within one to two days. Yeah, it was a quick read. It. My sister, like I was telling you, she doesn't read that many books. She's trying to, but she can't, she has a hard time like, getting through them, and right. she read that one. I think it was two days. Yeah, I think she, Janelle read it in two days, too. Yeah. So, mine didn't take... I think mine was a day and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So it was um, a very, very good read. Audio, the, the narrator was really good, too. Sometimes... Sometimes on audio, audio it sucks because if the narrator's shit, it doesn't matter how good the book is. Yeah. So the narrator was really good on that one too. So it was a quick listen as well. I liked the point of it. Like the, cause it was, even though Tashina didn't, are you trying not to go into it so people will read it? Yeah. Cause I feel like people will actually read this one. Oh, well, but I mean, we can still go into it, it without yeah. like fully yeah. telling them, but there it's centered around domestic violence and like choices that she has to make to get herself out of situations. And because she grew up in a in domestic, a domestic yeah. violence situation where her mom always, um, you know, would stand up for her dad after he would beat her and she was just tired of it. And she always said when she grew up, this would never happen to her. And, um, Go ahead. Yeah, no, that, my, I guess I can't really say my one favorite part if people are going to read it, but it ends well, with this part. A spoiler alert, if you don't want to know, don't listen further. So the book is called It Ends With Us, and at the end, she has a baby, and the whole time I was reading that book, I thought that it was going to end with her back with her first boyfriend, because right. they met together. that's what I thought too. And so that's why I assumed the book was called It Ends With Us. But it's actually like when she has her baby and she's staring at that baby, she talks about like it, like the cycle of domestic violence ends with them. Like she will not raise her daughter in the same situation she was put through because it is a cycle right. that, and I really like that. I don't know why when I read that, I like got goosebumps. I know, I did too. I and, was like, oh, that makes sense. I, I liked it. It was like perfect. Right. And then I really liked where she had the conversation with her mom. Because the whole, like at the end, the whole book, her mom just seems like this weak. Right. Like that she didn't, right. and she finally tells her at the end, like, that she w she needs to be strong and get out of that situation because I don't really remember exactly how she worded it, but like, your limit keeps getting broader right. and broader. Like, right. Like, so first he punches you in the arm. Yeah. Then he breaks your nose. But when... It's like, so he breaks your nose and then the next time he slaps you and you're like, okay, well at least but, he didn't break my nose. Right. But it just keeps escalating right. until you're literally in a situation where like you can't, you feel like you cannot get out of it. Right. And you convince yourself it's getting better. Like, right. I don't know. 
And um, Stephanie didn't read it, but at the end there were author notes and the author, Colleen Hoover, actually based this book loosely around um, her life because Mm -hmm. she grew up in a domestic violence situation. Mm -hmm. And so there's a scene in the book that actually was based off of one of her parents' fights that she had witnessed. So it was just a really, a really good book, really quick listen. So definitely recommend, I would say like 10 out of 10 on this one. Yeah, no, that was a really good I really like this one. So I've never read any of other, any other of Colleen Hillary Hoover's. was saying she's really good though. So yeah. we should look into some of Yeah, her. so maybe we can do some more because. How did you find that book? On Pinterest. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was one of the Pinterest finds that I had found. So um, for March, Stephanie and I, so those were for February, we decided to do like love, whatever, um, for Valentine's Day. And then. Um, I don't think this is an Irish book. Is it? What, I thought you said it was an Irish author. I don't think it is either. I, don't, I didn't like even Swedish. look into it. I just grabbed it. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> For March, guys, we were supposed to do either an Irish author or an Irish... Frederick sounds Irish. Mm, I think it's he's like Norwegian. Oh, well. Because Uva is Sweden. It's Ove. It's Uva! Anywho, um, so we'll go with you again. Stephanie picked a man called Uva, and everybody in the group says it's called a man called Ove. Because it's O-V-E, but Tashina listened to the Audible, right? Is that what it's called, the Audible? <laughs> I fucking hate The audiobook. The audiobook, and it was Uva. Uva. And I watched the movie last night. You did? Mm-hmm. Was it so good? It was pretty good. Do you know how much I like this man already? Yes. Like, like I'm barely even in there, and I like... Well, for one, guy, I take care of elderly people, and so... Should I tell them what the damn book is about Probably. first? Probably. Since you're yeah. looking at me like that? Yeah. Should I just read the back? Go ahead. Need <sighs> some more light here, yeah. sweetie. Okay. At first sight, Uva is almost certainly the grumpiest man you'll ever meet. A crum... Crumudgeon? Mm-hmm. With staunch principles, strict routines, and a short fuse. People think him bitter, and he thinks himself surrounded by idiots. <laughs> Uva, well-ordered, solitary world. Uva's, sorry, well-ordered, solitary world gets a shake-up one November morning with the appearance of new neighbors, a chatty young couple, and their two boisterous daughters who announce their arrival by accidentally flattening Uva's mailbox with their U-Haul. What follows is a heartwarming tale of unkept cats, unlikely friendships, and a community's unexpected reassessment of the one person they thought they had all figured out. A word-of-mouth bestseller that has caused a sensation around the world, Frederick Backman's irresistible novel about the angry old man next door is an uplifting exploration of the unreliability of first impressions and a gentle reminder that life is sweeter when it is shared with other people. That's it? No, I know. But you were going to say, because you were... So anyways, he is like a grumpy man, and I wish that I could come up with some of the insults that he does. Oh, I know. Oh my, he cracks me up. Yes. I don't even remember what he was saying, but when he was talking about the runner outside of his house, I was lip dying. Like, (laughs) he's hilarious. But, um, you can just tell he's like so hurt. Yes. And he just misses and loves his wife so much. Yes. And I'm really anxious to like 
finish it and read like what find out what his story is yes and Tashina's already finished it yes so I've already finished it and I absolutely loved it I thought he was hilarious with his comebacks the way that he like he really acts like he's this big tough guy but he's really not it, they it takes like one little thing and it like breaks him down and he's like fine I'll help fine I'll help because you yeah. guys are a bunch of idiots and can't do it but like it's because he needs to be needed you know yeah. what I mean um the fact, well, I, we're probably not going to give anything away on this one. So, um, but I, I really enjoyed this book. I wasn't sure if I, I'm not, no, I had this one on my list actually. And, um, so I'm glad that you chose it cause I really enjoyed it. And then I finished the book and I watched the movie last night. So I didn't, I knew that they were making a movie, but I didn't know that it was made like, so it's like a foreign movie so you have to read the subtitles oh well that's right but i thought that they were making one with um... so i it looked like it but i don't think they've came out with it yet so um but it was really it's a really cute little movie and but basically the book is about an old man who is literally trying to commit suicide but keeps getting interrupted (laughs) and he's just like so mad about it (laughs) Yeah, he keeps getting interrupted <coughs> by all these people who need things from him. Yeah. Like, the first two pages, like, he's trying to hang himself. Yeah, like, thinking, putting plastic all over the floor, getting a hook in the ceiling when they run over his... They back a trailer into his house. And so far, I'd like the neighbors. Yes. I like the wife. She's Carvana. like, she's catty just yes. like he is. Like, yes, like, he's, she's the person that he needs. He's like another Sonia for him. Like, yeah. Sonia is his wife. Yeah, like who died, but I haven't got to like that yeah. yet. So. So, anyway, it's a really good book if you haven't What do um, you give it a 10? I would give it a 10. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I, I I am very invested in him and I'm not really ready to let it go to be honest. Yeah, I and like I'm kind books of sad. Like, books like that I like, but they they are depressing like yeah. I read a meme one time that said it's crazy how everybody in the world's just going on about their day when I've just um, we s- suffered a trauma from the hands of a paperback. Yeah. Like, it yeah. really does. Like, Yeah. Know, I'm just not ready to let their whole little group go yet. Yeah. I'm kind of sad about it, to I've be done that. Like, books that do that, I have to take a couple days before I start reading another one. I hate just, like, stopping and going oh, to yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to read more. Yeah. I have to, this is one of those books, not that it's hard to follow, but I, it has to be really quiet for me to read yeah. it because there's a ha- lot, there's a lot of things that go on and he goes back and forth a lot. Yeah. Um, so you really do have to, but there's a lot of verbiage. Yes. Like it reminds me of the Gilmore girls and how they talk. Yes. Like to say one measly point yes. is like 900 words. Yes. So all of his like comebacks and all of his insults, like they're like sentences long, but I, in order to like fully follow them and really right. get the impact, it has to be silent. Right. So it's been hard. That's why I'm so slow at this one because. Yeah. I thought you would be further along than I you were, to be honest. I live with three girls who never stop talking. Right. So, yeah. And then I've been really tired lately too. In every, in I actually to had like 30 minutes left of my audiobook and I came home on Monday and rode my bike and I put my headphones in and listened to the rest, the of, rest it. of it. Yeah. So that yeah. is one I do need to get audible. I think even though I, yeah, but if you don't like it and you're not, you know, it doesn't, I've never tried it. I, 
Just Are you kidding me? You've been bashing it this whole time and you've never even because tried it? Because it doesn't seem like something I would like. You're 32 years old. It's time. I'm 31. Oh, <laughs> God, really throw me off. Um, and your book? My book is called Say Nothing, and it's about the terribles in Ireland, which I had no idea even... Have you started this? Existed? One? Yeah, I started it. Um, this is another one that's very wordy, and you need a lot of um, focus. Focus to get through because there's a lot of things that happen. So um, I'm just gonna summarize it because we don't have lots of time left. Um, Sorry, I apologize for taking so much time. Um, so pretty much, it's supposed to be kind of. Um, a storytelling. So the Terribles were these wars that happened between the Catholic, the Irish Catholics and the Protestants that were the British, really, um, because the Irish wanted to be their own nation and wanted to be away from the United Kingdom. And then the United Kingdom wanted to still rule them. And so pretty much what it is, is like discrimination against Catholics, the Irish Catholics. So they couldn't get good jobs. They couldn't get good housing. They couldn't get anything because they were not going over to the side that they wanted them to. And so the troubles were for like 30 years, this war between the IRA, the Irish Republican army and the British really is what it was. And, um, so the story kind of revolves around one lady. She is the mother of 10 who ends up getting taken out of her home. And it hasn't got into that in the book yet of who actually took her. She gets taken from her home with her kids like hanging off of her legs and is never to be seen again. And so it kind of goes so far, it's kind of gone back and forth. Like it gives you um, a synopsis of kind of like what has happened. And then it kind of gives you a little glimpse of her life. And then it kind of gives you another glimpse of somebody else's life. And like, there's all these car bombings and stuff. Like people would have to, for that 30 year span, before they got into their car, they would have to look underneath their car to see if there was a bomb. Jesus. Like, so it's, it's good. It's like easy. I'm not gonna say it's easy to follow, but like it's captivating. I think it is. Okay. It's hard, like those history ones for me. Right. Or, like sometimes I have a hard time with those. See, and sometimes I have a hard time too, but I've been watching a lot of like YouTube videos on it and stuff. So when I can see something in my mind, it's a lot it's easier, easier for me to get invested. And so like there's some TikTok videos and there's YouTube. And so I looked at that before I started it. Maybe I'll do that. Which kind of helped me visualize what they're saying because a lot of the history stuff, like Matt loves history, and I just blink out. When I it comes like to history. history, but I don't like reading about. It. I right. like like listening or watching. Like, you know what I mean? This audiobook, um, the narrator is Irish. It sounds like, um, and so that can kind of be tricky too because sometimes I'm not really understanding exactly what he's saying, and so I've already had to go back a few times and like re-listen. Um, but I'm also listening while I'm at work, and so. Yeah. I get interrupted and stuff. So, um, but so far it's been very captivating for me. And I mean, I hope everybody else likes it too. It's hard with a book club because you have a lot of people that just want romances or whatever, but the whole point of a book club is to, to get broaden. yourself. And I had, even with this, I would have never bought this book if it wasn't for the book club. Yeah. And I would, and I never even realized that this happened. So this is between the 1960s. This, they're, they're 
surrender or whatever was signed in like 1997. Oh, wow. I had no idea that this ever happened. So, and like they had big bombings, like um, um, they were pissed off at Margaret Thatcher in the 80s. They had a 10 people die because they went on a hunger strike that Margaret Thatcher would not release her reins and like release them to do these things. And they died at the hands of Margaret Thatcher. And so they tried to bomb her. She sounds familiar. She's like the British prime minister. Okay. I think she was. I'm fairly certain. Anyway, so they tried to bomb her and they put like in the bombs, they put like nails and stuff. They tried to bomb her, killed five people, but not her. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it was saying the statistics were like, um, there was like of all these wars or whatever, it was like 50% of just civilians died, like 20% of the IRA died and like but like the biggest majority was civilians that weren't even dealing with it. They were just trying to go to work. Wow. So yeah, that's crazy. I'm excited to look into it. The lady on the front of the book, it's an actual lady. I didn't realize that. I thought it was a man. Um, she was like one of the big, like hierarchy, like her dad was in the IRA and then she wanted to become part of it. And like, she would dress to the nines and like mini skirts and freaking assault rifles and stuff. Oh wow. Like this was all happening the same time they did the Selma walk and all that stuff. So they were trying to take like what they were doing in America and tried to do it there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in Belfast and stuff. So it was, it's pretty interesting. And so. how many hours is that one? It was like 13. Oh, really? So and this was, one was how much? I don't know. I don't remember. Because you did this one fast. Yeah. I listened to that one. So anyway, so I'm excited to see where that one goes. Well, I wish I had input, but I don't because I haven't even started it. I know. I started that one pretty quickly. So. You started this one too early uh-huh. though. Yeah. Cheater, cheater. I know. So. You guys, last month, she was the book club Nazi. She would not... I probably just offended so many people just <laughs> She would not let me start the book early. And now all of a sudden she's like, I'm finished. And it's March 3rd. And you finished <laughs> it when? The first? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, just saying. I'm just saying, just saying. So anyway, I'm excited for both of these books this month. And I hope that our club members don't start dying off left and right from it. But I'm excited too. And I'm excited for our meeting. Yes. Me too. Just to hang out. It was so. fun. Anyway, that's our... For cheese crisp. Oh, fucking nacho in a circle. Except for next time we need to get margaritas on the rocks because I was really looking forward to that and we just kept getting the strawberry one. Oh, well, I didn't know you wanted margaritas on the rocks. I've never had one, so I didn't know that I wanted one. But well, I'm not one. a goddamn mind reader. Well, you said we were going to have one of each and then they all just wound up strawberry. Oh. My bad. Don't do it again. Oh, God, Lord. I'm just kidding. They're really good. They were sweet. They must put sugar in those, do they? Is it a lot? It's like a margarita mix. And the sugar? There was barely any alcohol in those at all. Really? Yes. I had a lot. You had like two shots of four pitchers of margaritas. You're fine. Well, yeah. But you were having a great time. I was having a lot of fun. So I was very proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so proud of you in your 32nd first year. All right, guys. Well, we will sweat in unison. Oh, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say before we go? No. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.